You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. It's Workout Wednesday with the motivator, Jazzy G. G. Today, beloved, is Work It Out Wednesday. That's right, it's Work It Out Wednesday, a.k.a. Sports Wednesday. You know we're going to be talking sports all day because I got the sports analyst here. She knows what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? She got it down pat. She ain't. She, she is the one that bring it to you. She's a funny bone lady. That's right. She's the one, the only, the incomparable show star. Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? What's going on, Jazzy G? Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Good morning. Yes, it is Work It Out Wednesday. And y'all know I'm working it out in all kind of ways. All kind of ways. <laughs> Indeed. Let's get it going. Yes, yes, yes. Also a sports Wednesday, so we're going to get down to some sports. But before we do that, hey, it's no moving, it's no shaking, it's no baking without this man here. He's the percolator. He's a smooth operator. He keeps everything going together. Without him, if he know us, he's the one, the only. Oh, yeah. He's the man. He's the myth, the legend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let me stop Here messing with you. Hey, Jeez. he's DJ Nelson. Somebody show. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy G? What's going on? Good morning, Nelson. Hey. The mashup king. Yes, yes, yes. king is in the building. Work it out Wednesday. Here we go. Yo, Nel. Hey, so motivated. Y'all notice our new intro? You like our new intro? Yes, hey, yes. Nelson did his thing. Put it all together and everything. So day. good. So we got Nelson, new, new more intro. titles than Celtic. <laughs> as long as they're good titles Good titles Yeah, yeah man That <laughs> tells how you like our new intro or not You know what I'm saying It's, it's all good Nelson, he's, fly, he's a fly, master of that fly. man He put it all it's together So you know Just, just yes. hit us up Let us know yes, <laughs> Morningcoffee.chat Info at morningcoffee.chat well, I forget the info stuff Info at morningcoffee.chat Alright It's all good It's all good Yo stop Yes Hey, let's get right down to it on this Sports Wednesday, Work It Out Wednesday and all. Let's get right down to some housekeeping because I know you got some good housekeeping for us, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, Star, what you got for housekeeping today? Well, first, we want to say shout out to Black History Month. You know, this is Black History Month, so motivated. Yeah. And we're going to give props, pay homage, give shout outs to some of the Black History legends in yep. our culture yes. but first before we do that we want to uh give our condolences to the family of carl weathers who yes. formerly known as apollo creed uh, in the famous yes. movie rocky yeah yes. yes last so week last, to his family yes yes last that's uh last friday was it last friday saturday he passed uh, away i believe yeah this past this past friday saturday he passed away i believe yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he played in other things, Action Jackson, you know, yeah. but was his legend. Movie boy, legend. out the movie. <laughs> yeah. That was his legacy role. So, you know. Uh Weathers was the man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely clap it up for him, matter of fact. Clap it up for Carl Weathers. That's yeah, what yes. memorial. Let's let's clap it up, celebrate because he, he left us a legacy of really good movies and everything like that. He's the man. Yes, yes. 
And also in sports, Jazzy D, you know, since this is Black History Month, so I want to give a Black History shout-out to Warren Moon. He became the first quarterback to uh, be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. So, and it happened in February of 2006. So, in the Black History Month, uh, what other than to acknowledge some of the staples that happened in, uh, you know, Black History? Because we celebrate our Black History every year, every day. Every day, that's right. You know? Every day. We just got a month. Warren Moon, the speaker Warren Moon as the first Black in, in, uh, inductee quarterback. in Because the say? first Black quarterback Hall of Famer, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. right. So, so Warren Moon and, and and most black quarterbacks would tell you this, the ones of today and even the ones like the Doug Williams and all of them, they would tell you Warren Moon was the man that they looked up after that he was a you know what I'm saying? That he was the man for us quarterbacks. He was so he was so elite that, you know, white quarterbacks have to look at his his achievements or his you know, the way he he he, he threw the ball and everything like right. that. That, that that even that style of, of of throwing the ball, that spiral style and everything like that, he he kind of like made it, you know, so fancy. And if they want move, it's man, you know what I'm saying? He was definitely. Yeah, you know, he he actually was also the first undrafted quarterback to uh, be in Pro Football Hall of Fame as well. So, you know, even though he was uh, the first quarterback, but he was not drafted. You know what I mean? So. First black quarterback. Right. First black quarterback. Yeah, you keep saying black. First quarterback. First black. Right. Because make that right. clear. Now, this is this is a, this is a black history thing. So right. <laughs> I that he was the first black quarterback, but he was also the first undrafted quarterback. Right. In addition to being the first black quarterback. Right. Right. Uh, right. You know, but congratulations to him. And also, I want to take time to recognize Bill Russell, right? Because we're talking about our Black History champions, and Bill Russell won the most NBA championship. He is Lord of the Rings for real. That yes, is Lord of the Rings, exactly. He has eleven. Lord of the Rings. He has more yes. rings than fingers. They're yep. called the Black Knight. He yep. has more rings he than put two on one finger. <laughs> he has more rings than fingers. So, but what we love about him is because he was a civil rights fighter. You know, he he right. also fought with the Rainbow Coalition with Isaac Hayes and Jesse Jackson. And remember, from when they had the glow started strike, he was very vocal. Even in the Olympics, you know, he was very vocal about black power and black recognition and everything. So, I just wanted to give recognition to Bill Russell because we have some greats. In, in our uh, in our black history that yeah. you know we have to talk about them keep them keep their memories alive you know what you know it's funny about Bill the story I remember about Bill Russell my mother because my, my mother you know he used to freak in my mother's bar and, and, and stuff so you know Bill Russell never gave autographs so he, he said that he'd rather be your friend so my mother was trying to get him to get an autograph for me because that's what she did with all the celebrities she come in her bar she used to get an autograph I had this Autograph book that I told you I had like even OJ Simpson autograph and stuff and Reggie Jackson every you know what I'm saying so um he uh uh he didn't give autographs so but what stood out about him because at first my mother was kind of like upset that what do you mean don't give autographs like you know what I'm saying I did. didn't either <laughs> but but what what it was what it was what stood out to to, to her is that his laugh was so heavy and strong, he shook the glasses in the bar. 
Oh wow! <laughs> he laughed. He shook. Yeah, she used to tell that story <laughs> that he, when he his laugh was so strong they made glasses in the bar rattle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> so I never got a chance to meet him either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? But 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 again, and, and I didn't get his autograph, of course. But my mother, like I said, he he used to go to my mother's bar though back in the day. A lot of celebrities did everything, but it's all good. Hey, That's hey. one spot I remember about. That's where Patrick Ewing get it from, because you know he didn't do autographs either. Oh, okay. That was that was a part of his thing. No autographs. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, well, thing was that he'd rather be your friend and order, sign your autograph. He'd rather get to know you. That was his thing. That's right, good. right, right. You know, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I don't even have that autograph book today. I wish I did. You know, whoever has it, you know, if they do have it, you know, God bless them. <laughs> right, right. Well, in, in other sports, you know, we're going to talk about the upcoming Super Bowl. You know, we got our, we got our, Bets going on. I got a couple of bets out there, but I want to switch to the NBA. Real you actually betting? Who you betting? Yeah, yeah, because I got the 49ers. You got the so, 49ers. And I'm also, yeah, I'm also uh, doing the pool with the musicians. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm in a couple of pools to try to win some money because you know Cheryl Star never loses. People bet with me. I'm like Cameron. <laughs> I hit, uh, but I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the fix is in. So you know, you know, I picked the 49ers to, to win it all, right? So but I did that. Uh, Chiefs, you, like they want the Chiefs to be the dynasty of it. Uh, I, yeah, the fix. I I believe the fix is in. I'm I'm very. I am so. You know, I'm so disappointed this year in in, in the NFL. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I mean, well, you it, know, the only way a fix can work is if they're close in the game. Because if they if they are blowing out or if they're ahead of them in, in in obvious points, it may not be able to they may not be able to cover that, you know, but we'll see what the refs they do. Did before, though. It happened before. It happened before in the Super Bowl. So we, we have a score with like very do we forget the do we forget do we, do we forget um Tom Brady and, um when uh up against Atlanta? Remember that? You remember that? What was the score? I don't remember the it, score. Atlanta was Atlanta was ahead, I think, by three touchdowns. And then all of a sudden, second half, everything turned around, made Tom Brady this great, great, great quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then word kind of came out, you know, that, mm, that might have been a fix. Hated football. <laughs> that might have been a fix in that they threw the game. Through the game, but Atlanta had to make it look because they were a much superior team. They had to make it look good, and then all of a sudden, so it was like they fell apart. Oh, our defense! They defense fell apart, and Tom Brady's just that great, that great, that legend. Oh, five, number five, and all that stuff. See, right, that right. Great for yeah, but uh, so, so, talk about so, that being a fix. Yeah, so this is going to be hurts. a really anticipated game because, like you said. Uh, they're trying to I guess the Chiefs If they win what's, What would this be? They fourth? They, they, they're they looking at them On the road them. Yeah I think there's a, Yeah cause they've been there this, Yeah cause they've been there for What? They've been five, there five, This will be the fifth time They did the Super Bowl and, No the fourth time In five years right? Right Something like that So five, they were talking the, the possibility of a dynasty right. So this would be Right So um, since so they won last year, it's be a back-to-back thing. Um, 
So some people are, are predicting this. I've seen people predicting the score. I've seen people saying that the fix is in and this is the score. And homeboy is gonna gonna propose to to uh, when they win it. Homeboy is gonna propose to to uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, oh for real. Bow and all that type of stuff. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> well, all one that. thing about the score is that you can kind of see how the score would go based on you know. I mean, any given Sunday, anything could happen. That's why I love football because yeah. any given Sunday, anything could happen. But yeah. if you look at their history, they're not a high score. None of the teams really because they get defensive. But um, I think. Uh, they usually in the 27 30 type mm-hmm. of range so right. it ain't you know we'll see they, they look like they usually give you what four or five touchdowns San Fran is the better team mm-hmm. so I, I, and I, they played they, they played great this year in, in all in all pages of the book San Fran is the better team mm-hmm. as far as I would love to see a real competitive Super Bowl it's just that when you start seeing the referees do things that unexplained, right. right. it's is it, it hurts. It, it, it hardens my heart because I love football so much. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's my first sport. You know, my my, my first sport is football. Then basketball. Oh, okay. So you know, it goes in that order. But right. I, I, it, it hurts my heart when I start seeing this stuff. I said, I stopped looking at all these stuff. I started looking at all this conspiracy theory stuff and all that stuff. I stopped looking at all that stuff. I was like, I don't even want, I don't even want it around me because I don't, I don't want to look at it like that. I just don't. I want to see. You know, one thing about um, sports too, it's big business, and like you said, it takes away yeah. from the fan. You know, from the fans when it started becoming. Uh, big pools and big fixes and stuff. Because even boxing, you know, I kind of used to like boxing until I kind of see like, ah, they they kind of score it a little underdog for whoever yeah, they want. Yeah, right. You know, so right. When it comes, like you said, when it becomes like that theory of it could be a fixed thing or or you know, because they used to say that about the NBA too. You know how when a team is up two two games to one or three to none, they yeah. say, oh, this is what they doing to keep the ratings. They're gonna go back home. And that's when they had that two, three, two for the finals. You know, two games right. here, they go on the road. So a lot of people used to be turned off about that. And, you know, they'd be like, okay, they're going to come back and win game six so it could go to game seven and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's, 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 we never know because, you know, like you, like you said, there's so many people involved in sports that right. they make big money from it. So. It's I don't want to. So obvious. Though. I don't want to take away that, from the greatness of the players, you know. So yeah, it's just some things are just so obvious. It's just like, <laughs> and it's like when you watch the, the and again when you watch the game, you know, saying with the Ravens and, and KC, it's like, come on, man, you 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 had to see that, and, and it's like, KC was getting away with things that the you know say Baltimore wasn't. You get what I'm saying, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Baltimore, they they Baltimore got a penalty for taunting, and and on the possession, it was like on the possession of of KC, they did the same exact taunting and didn't get anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There was there was there was things that the referee and the umpire clearly should have saw and didn't act like they didn't see it and let it go, 
And they don't do playbacks like they don't. They have these sharp right? No, and then when the Ravens, you know, they have these sharp eyes. It's like, come on, man. It, it's just mm-hmm. obvious. And when you see people pointing them out, they display this. Because when you're watching it, you upset. You you go, man, come on, man, come on. And, and, and you know, we make that. That's that's part of sports for us. But then when you go, when they go back and they narrow it down, and you have these conspiracy theories narrowing it down, then they show you the stuff. Now watch this, and then they show you a referee over here, and they show, and it's like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me! You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's what's in your head. You don't want it to be in your head, but then once you see this stuff, you be like, oh man, it just, it just. It, it, it messes me up, man. I want to enjoy this Sunday. I want to enjoy the Super Bowl like I always do. It have my wings and my, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and whoever come, my nephews, whoever come over, and we just enjoy ourselves and just share who we like and who we felt to win. And that's that's how I like it. I like it that way. Then we, you know, look at whatever commercials because you know they do the, the whole commercial thing. And then of course we got Usher halftime. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We got Usher. Oh, another Black History moment. Talk about halftime. Okay, so motivated. Did you know the reason why we have halftime shows is because of a show called In Living Color from the Winds? Okay, you remember In Living Color? Right. Yes. Color. On the moon, shirt like a balloon. They Happy had day. a halftime show. They had a halftime show, and it made everybody leave the Super Bowl, go watch In Living Color, because In Living Color was on Fox back then, and, and go watch it, and then go back to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So, the power of that made the NFL go, hold, wait a minute, stop, the presses, we got to do something big, and that's what they did. Okay, and then what did we have the following year? We had Michael Jackson, and it started from there. And that's what that's that's the reason why there's a halftime show because of in living color. So that's a little Black History moment. <laughs> we we make it happen. <laughs> well, I want to I want to also talk about because uh, I know we're gonna get back uh, talking about football a little bit more, but I want to switch gears to the N- NBA real quick because you know they also have the All Star uh, game coming up it's soon. Coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. And um, you know it was a viral post. You know, people really were upset, which was, you know, it's not a surprise that Jamal Murray didn't get selected. And, you know, coming off the championship season and he was, you know, really a factor in why the Nuggets won. You know, even though Jokic was the MVP, you know, you can't do it without your 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 one two punch. You know, no one man can win a championship. And yeah. we know that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, like, like Jordan Pippen, they like a Jordan Pippen type of thing. Right, they I like, call the, them, they like I call them. I call them the the. Uh, they remind me of Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. That's what they Duncan first. They remind me of, of right. They remind me of uh, of Tony Parker Tim Duncan connection. That's the two of them. Right, right. So you know he wasn't named on the All Star list. Right. And mostly, you know, fans was but upset about it, but they yeah. were saying that, um, you know, because he's been hurt. And, you know, one thing about Jamal Murray, he's a great player, but he stays hurt a lot. He reminds me of Anthony Davis because he's been hurt pretty much even prior to them winning the championship that season before last. He was out for, a, you know, a, he missed a lot of games. Yeah. And so they, you know, because he was hurt and he was hurt again this year, <laughs> you know, last year for the season. Right. And so that's why he, you know, 
make he you know he never made he didn't make the All Star this year. And you know people were kind of talking about like give him some respect you know because sometimes and we know that they do it. Some of the All Stars just get picked just because of their name <laughs> and they might not be doing that well in the league, but because of their popularity, you know, a lot of them get chosen. Well, you know what I mean. Have- well, half of it is a popularity. Well, you know, the starting five get voted on. So, right. Yeah, so that's popularity right there. But again, yeah. I mean, who's the starting five is always going to be superstars anyway. The, the, the right. popularity comes from their game. So it's not like the, the, the NBA is not like, say, popular or even all star period. Because I, I, don't, I don't see even, you know, pro, like, say, Football is the only one that does it differently. The Pro Bowl is picked by, I think, the, the whole Pro Bowl thing is picked by by writers and uh, reporters and stuff like that. Some of the coaches and the combination. Yeah, stuff stuff, stuff yeah. Like that. yeah, I think the Pro Bowl. And they don't even have the Pro Bowl as they used to. It's called the Pro Bowl Games now. They changed it up because nobody watches the players because the players don't really play. And because and, nobody wants to get hurt, hurt and anything like that, so the Pro Bowl always was like this fun hallelujah, and the and only thing that people pay, paid attention to was the games that was going on. Yeah. yeah. So nobody actually put uh, cared about the actual Pro Bowl game, <laughs> so they they kind of cut that out. So they made it like flag and and these all these games. So they made it much like. The, you know the the the, the, the effects of, of of um you know how the NBA have the the weekend thing and right and and, and the old games and right in the right and, and baseball have the 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 um the hitters competition and everything like that so the, the 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 derby and everything but you know so they they kind of went that route you know what I'm saying with the Pro Bowl thing mm-hmm. and it makes sense you know which makes sense but you know when it comes to basketball. We we picking the starting fives, you know what I'm saying? We the 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 fans are actually picking the starting five, but we don't we don't pick the starting five guy that's popular in the scrub. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. if, if he's gonna be the man. He's still gonna be the starting five. Is gonna be the people we pick. That's that's dope. You know what I mean? Regardless, you know what I'm saying? Even if they voted in, you know what I'm saying? Like only one time you had where um, I think. Um, Tim Hardaway was voted in and he gave his spot to Jordan, something like that. You remember that year? Mm-mm. Jordan came back. Well, you were talking about when he was with uh, uh, Washington? No. Mm-mm. When Jordan came back, Jordan was playing baseball. He was playing baseball. No, I remember he was playing baseball, but I he don't know. He was baseball and he came back. And when he came back, he wasn't voted in in the All Star. He was he was named to the All Star, and Tim Dunk Tim Tim Hardaway was voted in as a starter, and Tim Hardaway gave the spot to Jordan so Jordan can start. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember. Yeah, Jordan came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Tim Hardaway did that. It's the only time that happened, something like that. But Tim, yeah, Tim Hardaway was voted in. He's the man. Well, it's been a lot of conversations in basketball. Um, That's why I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. Because um, did you see the viral post about who was the best ringless player? Like uh, they were talking about the the best player who never received a ring. And it was debates about Karl Malone, Dominique Wilkins, Allen Iverson, Patrick Ewan, Charles Barkley, like that. 
So I wanted to, you know, because we talked about our Mount Rushmore and 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 different reasons why we pick certain players. But I wanted to talk about like, you know, out of those players, you know, and it, 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 it's a lot of people who were great that didn't receive a ring. You know what I mean? Right. And people were like, who who would you say is one of the best ringless players? So I was kind of like back and forth on a on a thing, but. Out of all the ones that they named, you know, I had to take Patrick Ewan off <laughs> off the list as the best. Even though, you know, I, at that time in the Knicks era, Patrick Ewan was doing his thing. But Allen Iverson, you could make an argument for him because Allen Iverson was a one man show. And I, I, I agree with, you know, a lot of people that argue he didn't have a one two punch like Scotty. And Jordan, like he had decent players, like LeBron took a decent Cleveland Cavaliers to the finals, but LeBron was really the star there and was no other superstar on that team. So with Allen Iverson having less ammo, it was no I other think, superstar on the Cleveland on the Cleveland team, you said? Yeah, when he when he went to the champ, not before Kyrie Irving. I'm talking about when he took them to the championship before he left. You know, on his first run in the yeah, league, was, remember, Kyrie he Irving. went to the finals every Irving. year. But, every but, year. It was Kyrie Irving. Remember, they lost. No, I'm not Kyrie. talking about when Kyrie came. But I'm talking Kyrie. about before the Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I'm talking about before Kyrie. No, when no, when he saying, went to the championship I'm with saying, regular they lost. They lost when Kyrie was hurt. And then when Kyrie came back, they won. So Right. You're talking about the, you're talking about the second go-round. I'm talking about... When he first came into the league and he went to the finals all of those years without a number two guy, you know, when he was playing with Booby Gibson and all of those guys. So when he did that, it was not, he didn't have, you know, Kyrie Irving came later because Kyrie Irving right. came to Cleveland when LeBron was in on Cleveland and then LeBron came back to play with Kyrie. Remember, Kyrie was the man when LeBron wasn't on that team. He didn't play right. with LeBron until LeBron came back. But, right. you know, I said to me, you know, because Dominique Wilkins was great. Carl Malone was great. Um, but I because he did a lot without, because uh, Carl Malone always had um, Stockton. They were mm -hmm. always one, two, you know? Right. They were, they were always a team that had a, another player that was a, a superstar caliber or an all-star. But Allen Iverson... Which one you think choked? Carl Malone or, or John Stockton? Give me uh, I think, I think Carl Malone. Huh? <laughs> I think kicker. Carl Malone. I just call him the karate man. <laughs> right. Carl Malone, right? Yeah, I think so. That choke, right? The mailman yeah. didn't deliver, right? Didn't deliver. Yeah. I say John Stockton. And the reason why I say John Stockton because the he, point was guard? he was the better point guard. Mm -hmm. He was the better point guard. What in the league that that year? He was the better point guard against it uh, against um uh, BJ Armstrong. Um, um, no, it wasn't BJ. BJ BJ was the first three. Carmelo. That was the, the the second three, right? The second. So that was with John Paxton and Steve Kerr. Right. It was it was, it was Kerr and those guys, right? So that when Paxton and Kerr and was was shooting guard, it was um what was his name? Harper. Harper was the point guard. Yeah, Ron Harper. Ron Harper was the point guard. Right. Mm -hmm. Josh Sox is a better point guard than Ron Harper, but he right. let Ron Harper he let Ron Harper get the best. Mm-hmm. 
He choked. He choked. That was the difference. But who God. would you say is the best ringless player, though? What, I don't know. You Ewan. would say Patrick Ewan? Ewan, without a doubt. Yep. Uh, Mm-hmm. And is it because he took the Knicks? Like, what what would make your Patrick Ewan argument? Like, because he went to the finals. Patrick Ewan, Patrick Ewan. They every time they change his his surroundings, he still made them good. Patrick mm-hmm. Ewan never missed the playoffs. Patrick Ewan took them even even though the, even the short season that they they went to the finals that that fifty game season. Right. Right. Ewan, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Or Patrick Ewan was there and healthy. That would have been the Knicks. That would have been the championship. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, without a doubt. Patrick Ewan. That's why I give it to him. Then I would say AI. AI because AI was just he was remarkable and no one could guard him. There's nobody in the NBA, especially at that time, that can guard that man. It was no one. No, absolutely no one. That can stop him, and that's and that's the that's the difference, including including Michael Jordan. At any point, God, they would have put on him. He made them look bad purposely, and, mm-hmm. and we see all the films. You get what I'm saying, right? Uh, so, and again, you know what I'm saying. There's always there's always that unsung player that busts Michael Jordan's ass back in the day, like Mitch Richmond. Nobody want to talk about Mitch Richmond because they want to keep him. They want to keep him. They want to keep that silent. Because he used to bust Jordan's behind every time. Jordan could do nothing with Mitch Richmond. Nothing. Not at all. Couldn't come close though. So that's the thing. So so I'm just saying that's why I give it to Pat and AI would be second only because there's no there was no garden AI at all. No garden. Mm-hmm. None. No one. No one could come close. Yeah, I just felt like he did a lot of work by himself because you know, like like Patrick Ewan did great things, um, but he had a good he had you know I think the Knicks at that time with Patrick Ewan had a better team than what Allen Iverson had in Philadelphia. You know, Patrick had a really remarkable. I thought the Knicks kind of mimicked the the, um, the Chicago Bulls because they had a great forward. Mm-hmm. They had a great forward. They had a good. Well, they had everything. I mean, they had. But that was a remarkable they, team starting from. You pieces, know what I mean? But yeah, they had all the pieces of the puzzle. No, they, you know, so I think like Pat, Pat Riley blames himself. Pat Riley blames himself. He said he let his ego get in the way. He he played mm-hmm. a, a six a six man squad when he know he should yeah. play the nine squad because it was a nine man squad that got them where they was at, and, and he right. didn't play. Like like they come like Houston did because they were the same team. They was exactly the same team. There was nothing right. different. The New York Knicks and the Houston Rockets was exactly the same team. It was everything about them was exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? So right. and they had the same everything. Their bench was the same. It was it, they were, they was a mirror. So it was about who was going to show their toughness. And it should have been New York. Okay, but Pat Riley let his ego get the way he jumped ahead. You know what I'm saying? I said I'm going to be this 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 coach that that coached a uh, East Coast team and the West. Coast, you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I'm going to be championships from both coasts and this and this and that. He got ahead of himself, and he said it. He he actually said it. He got ahead of himself. Yeah. You know what I'm so I I understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and his ego getting away when he because Houston 
especially when it was three, three to two, I believe. It was three to the, one. The three to one mm-hmm. was it three to one. Three to one. So when they they didn't want to. So when the Knicks took right because what was crucial was that the Knicks took game two. So they were going back to the Garden, and and then the Knicks lost game three. That was crucial right there because if they took game three, it would have been a sweep. If it's supposed to be a sweep, it was supposed to be game two, three, four, five, boom, right there, the New York Knicks. It was all planned that way. And then when they took game one, when they, I mean, when they get, took game two, Pat Riley got souped up. Yeah, the momentum always can change, you know, like all you need is one small change to turn a whole series around. Yeah. You know, like remember when the Lakers was down and Robert Ori when they were playing um Sacramento Kings, that was Chris Webber and Bloody Divas. The Chris Webber was uh was playing really good that year. That was his year. And when um he hit that three, Robbie Ori hit the three. Yeah. That that in that series because they used to say, Oh, Sacramento and San Antonio got the Lakers number. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And and it was for a minute and when Robert Ory when the ball got tapped out and Robert Ory was out at the top of the key and hit the three pointer yeah. that changed the whole momentum because the Lakers went on to win the series after that yeah Robert Ory was always that guy yeah always, <laughs> even on the Spurs yep he was he, he, was, the, he was the guy that Achilles heel guy and he had seven rings he got seven rings to prove it too. yep he got seven rings he got he got one more than Jordan yep yes you know what I'm saying, but he said he would trade them all in to have Jordan's fate. He said that mm-hmm. he said he paid six of them in just to have Jordan's fate. And he got them on three different teams too, because he got with two with Houston, right? He got three with the Lakers, and I think two with San Antonio. Yeah, he had seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's two, three, and two, something like that. Like that. Yeah, but he he did his thing though. He did his thing with different teams, and he was that guy. He was that role player off the bench that made it happen. Like the, he was a quality player. Like if, if if there is a status for quality players, the sixth man of the year. Yeah, he's he's that quality player. He's he's gonna give you quality minutes. You know what I mean? He may not be, you know what I'm saying, that all-star, superstar guy, but he's that quality minute guy that's just going to come through and, and he's going to he's gonna do what needs to be done. If he needs to hit a basket at the clutch, he's going to hit that basket. If he needs to grab that rebound at the clutch, he's going to grab that, that rebound. He's that guy. He's that guy I wish we had when the year that the Knicks, you know what I'm saying, it was, it was uh, uh, Charles Smith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah! Oh man! Remember Charles Smith? Yeah. Charles Smith came in replacing um, uh, Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel went for the money. Right. He went to Boston, I think. So he went for the money instead of going for like, let let me stick with the Knicks and go for the goal. He went up to Boston because they gave him more money. You know what I'm saying? And and, and nothing happened for Xavier McDaniel. See, that's the curse right there. But um, but Charles Smith was the one with the. Mm-hmm. Ball, never go, never hitting the basket type of thing, and, and, and expecting them to, to to call a foul. And we all kept saying, if that was Xavier McDaniel, or he was just dunking on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 but but if if someone like a Robert Ory would have scored that basket, 
You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Right, right. Between that Todd Smith and the Robert, Robert Ari would have scored that basket. It would have been like, yeah. Score. And he would have been like, yes, yes. <laughs> New York Knicks is going to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Beat the Chicago Bulls. Because that's the kind of guy Robert Ari was. He was that right. guy. He was yeah. that player. He was the he was a significant player that made the difference. You know what I'm saying? All right. the different world you know what I'm saying and some players are like that some things happen that that changes things and and it, it just things can shift you know and it can be a, a, a player it don't have to be a player that that shifted things in itself it could be it could be something that happened uh all together you know what I mean because if you look at the, the Chicago Bulls uh when when Jordan, you know, first came into the league, they couldn't win crap, and they couldn't beat they couldn't beat Detroit to save their lives. You know right. what I'm saying? The Jordan right. scored fifty points and all kind of points, and they couldn't that they couldn't make it past the first round. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's just how it was for them. Yeah, right. and they got a, a few players that came in, and these players. You, if you look at it, then all of a sudden there were championships under the belt of the of the Chicago Bulls. Now, was it was those players made the difference more than anything? Or, or you can pull out one of the players and say, "Hey, did he come in and make that difference?" Now they won championships. You you you're saying you said, "Well, no, nah, he didn't. He didn't make that difference." But it was a combination of things that happened all together that made that difference. And sometimes that's what happens You know what I'm saying It's like How they say It's, it's, it's lined The stars are lined up Yeah The stars are lined Yeah Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah so but um, You know That's that's a lot You know It's a lot happening In the sports world So You know We got the Super Bowl And then right after that We're going to be talking about The All-Star game you know, yeah, you're looking Bowl. forward to it. I'm excited to watch this Super Bowl. I am so, so motivated. Don't don't think that I'm not. I'm because <laughs> I would if if the fix is in. What can I do about it? You get what I'm saying? So I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl I mean, again. Football is my sport. I love it. I love it. And and again, I picked the 49ers. I'm still gonna go with the 49ers. I picked them to to take it all because they are the better team. Yeah, you know also about very oh, like the league. commercials used to be. Oh, the commercials are not as great as they used to be, though. No, they're the not. They, that's why I was. Yeah. The commercials used to be so good, especially when remember when they did the Pepsi with Michael Jackson and all that, all like yeah. when all those Pepsi commercials started airing, and they had like yeah. a little video to it. It was it was like you know good stuff back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to see. I want to see what, cause, cause you know what commercials stand out for us? Those commercials that have like that little shock factor, something that's unexpected. Right, right, and that's how like back in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, it's had like dope commercials. Yeah, we never you know wanted what? to leave the TV right. when we you were watching. What, it. <laughs> know what ruined commercials? Super Bowl commercials. What you want to know? What what ruined it? What ruined go, it? Go, Daddy. Go but Daddy. Daddy 2004. Go Daddy ruined it. You remember Go Daddy first? We didn't yeah. know what Go Daddy was. We didn't know it was about domains or anything mm-hmm. like that. We didn't know what it was. And they made these Go Daddy commercials. Right. 
they had these girls doing all this slutty stuff and all this sexy. Now for us guys watching this, about okay, okay. But it, but the commer- GoDaddy commercials were whack though. They, go look back at their commercials. So motivated. Go look back at those GoDaddy commercials that when they first came out, those Super Bowl commercials. Those commercials were whack. Yeah, I used to like the car They just had these girls doing all this sexy stuff mm-hmm. and, and you know what I'm saying? And it made us men go, Woo, okay, okay, okay. But look at the quality of the commercial in itself. For us the commercial is whack. Right. <laughs> so you had, you know what I'm saying? But if you look at you know, if you look at the Budweiser or the Cheetos or the Doritos or they made and Doritos were making the funniest commercials for a good while. You know what I'm saying? Pepsi had you going because yeah. Pepsi did you know, entertainment and all that stuff. So when the entertainment folded, because, you know, Janet's breast coming out and all that stuff, uh, then all of a sudden, Pepsi really wasn't all that interested in, in making really good quality Super Bowl commercials. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then GoDaddy came with these shocking, sexy girls, exploitative, stripper type commercials. All right, that's ed- it was edgy, but no quality. Look, look like you know what the, like when they introduced like the Amazon Alexa stuff. Remember when Apple and all that was coming out? Like yeah. those technology, those commercials was good. I remember those when they when they had released them back. But that was like, I think it was like 2010 or something like that. Right. Yeah. But well, the, you know, I mean, it, it hasn't been the same. Right. Like, like it has been. Oh, Daddy ruined it. Right. It ruined it that that that. That's you know just the just straight up sex like sex sales, you know what I mean? Like whack, that's whack. Let's get something in there that really, you know what I'm saying? That really makes you know makes it you know make you think, this thought for right. or or funny enough that you're like, oh wow, that's crazy. Oh yo, they're stupid. It, it, if it doesn't have that to it, it doesn't it doesn't. You don't remember it. Think about it. Right. Think about the old daddy commercial. Do you remember them? So, I don't remember it in particular, but yeah, you don't remember them, um, right? But we can remember the Doritos one. Yeah, I remember the Doritos. The, 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 right, right. The Budweiser. We can talk about those. I remember the Budweiser. Yeah, but right. The Pepsi commercial. We were saying with, with our favorite celebrity. We can remember those. Right. But we can't remember that. Goes right because all it did was do a shock value. His sex. Buy it, and you didn't even know what it was. Mm. And, uh, domains. Where was the connection? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of whacked it. Has there made. been any conversation? Because I haven't really heard. Because you know, usually before the Super Bowl, come you know, coming up to the Super Bowl, they be talking about what to anticipate with commercials. Have you heard any right. ads or any advertising? Well, that's what, that's that's, that's coming on. To, that's coming on tonight mm-hmm. and and also uh, tomorrow and stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna show the, the commercials. They have a little anticipation and in there. Going back, but yeah, and what past commercials and all that stuff. Yeah, but other than that, we'll see. I always look to see what the commercial is gonna be. If it's gonna be something new, it's gonna be something fancy, something something that's gonna be intriguing. What were some of your favorite halftime shows? Because I know we were talking about that, and a lot of people were saying that you know Michael Jackson, Prince, and you know who else gave a good one. Bruno Mars with Beyonce. That was a good halftime show. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that, we like um, stuff. I like, I like last year's. I like, I like last year's show. I, I love how they did the whole thing and the, the whole hip hop thing and 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 the you know it gave like the the, the oh yeah, uh, the I definitely love the 
screen and all that. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, that was dope. Oh, cool. That was dope. One I that was boring that. to me was uh was what's the guy name? Or Jay Z's guy. When he did it on his own. Yeah, perfect. What's his name? I forgot his name. And he did the soundtrack to Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, 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 the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. I didn't like his his halftime show was boring to me. <laughs> I really was just yeah, in that. yeah. People was like, Jay Z only picked him because he's Rock Nation, you know. Because yeah, for him yeah. to do that show by himself, now you can imagine Usher will turn it out because Usher got hits for days. The weekend is a good, you know, he got good songs, but oh, he would he should have been mixed with somebody because he bored the mess out of people. Everybody yeah, was talking no. about it. Like, what I, the H was JT thinking? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. again, Rihanna had you going. Yeah, Rihanna, you know, Rihanna but there's certain going. singers that can pull it off by themselves, but you don't yeah. want to see the weekend. I'm pretty sure <laughs> nobody cares to see the weekend, even though we that's what we got, but Jay-Z, don't make that mistake again Ever, ever, ever <laughs> And you know, they was asking Jay-Z Would he ever do the Super Bowl Because he said he was thinking about it But he said he didn't want to be like Oh, he's tooting his own horn Tooting his own horn Being that he's in charge of like the entertainment You know what yeah. I mean? So they were like, but we still would like to see uh, You know, a veteran of Jay-Z He said he might do it yeah, exactly. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Him and Beyonce, that'd be fine. Because Beyonce know how to turn it out. Yeah, you know and she, she performed with Bruno Mars. Like, I, I I wouldn't care to see both of them again. Like, right. give us Jay-Z. Yeah, she turns it out. So Yeah, it, yeah. You know, Beyonce, uh, her homecoming shows, like Beyonce concert tours is, is, you know, and I seen her when she first started with Crazy in Love when she was solo. She did a great job. So I always support. When you, when you got a good concert, and like you, we was talking about last week, like Luther and people who, you know, talk yeah. with the audience and like have have special effects, like all of that makes a great concert, you know. So yeah. she definitely, but she definitely would get it because you know they they live for the Super Bowl concerts, Super right. Bowl halftime, so they could show their skills and and their you know. See, but right. Michael Jackson turned it out. Remember, he had a whole marching band. <laughs> uh, he is Michael is Michael, and he's always going to be the king. Okay, bow down to the king. Tell the Swift and all the rest of you, bow down to the king. You would never match him. You would never, ever, ever match him. You would never match him, Taylor Swift. Understand that. They can soup you up all you want. That you would never match the king. All right? There are fetuses right now. <laughs> going to be Michael Jackson fans. There's not going to be any two-year, there's no two-year-olds right now that's gonna, you know what I'm saying? There's not two year olds 20 years from now that's gonna be a Taylor Swift fan that's gonna be singing your song and dancing to your songs, Taylor Swift. It's not gonna happen. I don't think nobody yeah, is gonna ever. 20 years from today. Nobody's gonna take Mark that. Mark my like words. That. 20 years from today, there will be a two year old that's gonna be dancing and singing to Michael Jackson too. Right, right. Okay? Yeah, I don't think anybody. Today, a two year old. Mark my words. You know who else did a good one? I like Prince show when when it was raining and he did Purple Rain in the rain and he had the silhouette showing of him and the um that's when you know he had that symbol his yeah. guitar shit like that but that was a great Super Bowl. Prince fan, I love Prince. Michael is the king. That's just right. How right. That's how. Hey, DJ Nelson over there itching for a scratch. Yes, yes. And matter of fact, being that Usher. Usher is gonna is gonna is rocking the halftime show. You know what I'm saying? So 
Nelson, uh, give yes. me an Usher song. Just give me one Usher song. You can do what you want to do from there. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Okay. Um, what's that? What's that Usher song with with with, with Little John and, and, and yeah, uh, it's called yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nelson, give us some yeah. We're going to start this show. We're yeah. going to start things off on this Work It Out Wednesday. All right, Sports Wednesday with some Usher with some yeah. We're going to work it out from there. And I, and I know you got a mashup. I know oh, you yeah. got a mashup oh, in yeah. your back pocket there, oh, Nelson. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Do what you do best, Kane. Do what you do best. That's All it. right. That's so, it. Nelson, yeah, yo, are you wow. ready? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Two chains. It's your player partner checking in. This is Lil Wayne right here. Yo, what's up? This is Usher. Tell me I'm the one. Where the beats are fresh and the vibes are contagious. Transparency when you look at me. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Hear me. She said. Two chains. It's so hard to reach. The hottest show. The hottest show. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Listen to all the time. 
2000. Dig the way this go down. Check it. I hit a flow off, dipped in low, sit back and sit low as I count my dough. Grand Poober Maxwell, Doogie, coming with the New York. We keep it real like jail when we might talk. Honey's no cuz when I'm in a set, Grand Poober is the one who makes they stick wet. So let me tell you something, lady, when your flow is flow, then it's all cream and baby. I made this one for the party in the party, to find a hearty and dance body to body, step one. First you grab honey by the waist, step two. Then you move out of ghetto face, step three. Then you look at in the face, step four. Now it's time to lead this place. Hold up, be careful of the cheesers, the teasers, the one who wants the money in the visas. I'ma tell honey straight off the back, but please don't even go there with that. Dig it. This one's designed to make the spine in your back whine. Grand Poob, a nice setup for you every time. And you say New York City. Dippin' in my blue Impala Top dollar with the gold fleet Impala Still a dippin' in my blue Impala Top dollar with the gold fleet Impala Dippin' in my blue Impala Top dollar with the gold fleet Impala Dippin' in my blue Impala yeah. It's like four to the five, to the six, and to the seven. I once was told that all dogs go to heaven. Well, how you been? Where you been? And what it look like? My game trump tight, especially when it bump like four young G's getting crazy. And no limit is the label that pays, man. Ride around town, laying game down like Golden. And I remember what my mama showed me, told me. Game recognized, game. Stay true to what you do and don't be ashamed. I got all my game from her. Sometimes I have to wonder how I keep from going under. I'm a bad young brother. I fall to my knees, thank God for I do my thing. I don't know why. I love the gang bang. See, life ain't nothing but a twist. Anyway, trick, anyway. You can say what you wanna say. Just don't get in my way, cause I'm a Mino, Fino, Cino, and Pino, Cino. We make records for the clubs and the bangers and the clubs. And them slangers. I'm a G with his khakis hanging real. 
Bones out in a black rack. 64 rolling down the streets looking way clean. Banging them old hits, boy, like Al Green. I'm headed straight to the LB. Forget it, that's what they tell me. Sell me everything except a real hit. And when it's time for the boy, 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 it's ain't nothing but up for us. You can wet up for playing with my cheddar. It's cold outside. You better grab your sweater. And that bad girl you're dealing with, boy, she get you set up. Top dollar with the gold plate collar. Dipping in my blue and pop, pop, pop. Top dollar with the gold plate collar. Dipping in my blue and pop, pop, pop. Boy, you didn't put all your trust in that girl. Didn't you see what happened to the president? Living in the time house. They got the White House. Didn't you know what he, know what he, Stand on the block, be by gun cock. Avalanche rock, get paid off. Mass murderous services. Chef, break him. Watch the alley cats, bake him. Hold on, made him. Drop grenades and take Quick, fast, we reflect like the sky be blue. True, Wu-Tang, Sada, continue. Rap, Maya Lansky, crash your fantasy. Getting high, fella, stand by. Here's the plan, C. Sit back, collecting. Texting, checking. Blowing slow in the Montero. Flexing, beats break heavenly. Word the INS, bless me. Throw me like three bags of sets. For real, from the killer, hell locked and caged in. With small representatives, be acting like pavement. Strive for wives, nine lies and lies. Max Ellen and Joy the eyes. What? Treasure reservations are ice. Possess the power to hold G's guns and brains. Pull up a keystone. Proceed with caution as you enter the symphony Degrees of punishment increase intensely Syndrome was caused by the deadly drums But the battle was won by swords being swung Slice it with a vocal from the international vocalist Your style is too local to fuck with this Offensive antagonist, no assistance Moving motionless, mysterious swiftness Thoughts roll down the shaft of the brain Mental gives the signal to the physical Whirlwind kicks and hits from every angle Violent temperaments, the continents Poison vintage wine rhymes oh, I invented yeah. Drunk by the drunk and punches That punches the heart Vital sparks from the archery stalks Nelson the Maestro.
floor rush when they DJ my classics. You lit the crew on the fattest hip hop record. He touched the kinks and sinks into the sounds. She frequents the fatter joints called underground. Our funk zooms like you hit the Mary Jane. They flock to booms, man, boogie had to change. Who freaks the clips with madam out percussion? Where kinky hair goes to unthought of dimensions. Why is it so fly? Cause hip hop kept some drama. When butterfly rock the light blue sway things. By the cut, we push it off the corner. How was the buzz entire hip hop era? Was fresh and back since they started saying Audi. Cause funk's made fat from right beneath my hood. The pooper of the styles like Miles, my man. Like 60s funky worms with waves and perms. Just sending junky rhythms right down your block. We beat to rap what key beat to lock. But I'm cool like that. 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 I'm cool. When I came out with my first rap jam, I had no idea that the record was slam. It did real good without radio play. Maybe at night, but no airplay in the day. I couldn't understand why to be exact. Our music was good, and I was far from whack. Then came the answer. Commercial was the key to get airplay. And a spot on TV like Ed Lover and Dr. Dre for your MTV raps. A show mainly for the black, and still we can't ill. Cause of them that's wrong. Cause like B.E. said, we're too black and too strong. But hey, what can I say? That's a price a rapper must pay, cuz As their waves collapse, rap shows at a standstill. Some waves show certain that the frequencies can't handle. The funk tracks produced by EPMD, but it's a fat jam that will ever win a Grammy unless we sell out and kill the black woman dead, which means swallow our pride and become flunkies instead. To stop the rap about freedom, thoughts of a black president, and rap about a black crack that mirror in our residence. Give me a break, brother. It's time to take a stand and kill that no sir, yes sir. And thank you, man, because the world is so luxury a black man can't afford. That's why poverty is on the rise and we're still ignored. And it's a setback, yet the clock. If we let it, rap will be run by politics I read it somewhere that every man's created equal But not in this day and age, maybe in the sequel Which means next time, go observe these rhymes And take a stand and go for yours, cause I'm going for mine That's why I... DJs walking the airway, walking the airway. DJ Nelson, the maestro. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. So often with students and others behind jail bars singing, we shall overcome. Sometimes we've had tears in our eyes when we joined together to sing it, but we still decided to sing it. We shall overcome. Oh, before this victory's won, some will have to get thrown in jail some more, but we shall overcome. Don't worry about us, before the victory's won, some of us will lose jobs, but we shall overcome. Before the victory's won, some of us will lose jobs, but we shall overcome. 
will have to face physical death. Physical death is the price that some must pay to free their children from a permanent psychological death. Then nothing shall be more redemptive. We shall overcome. Before the victory's won, some will be misunderstood and called bad names and dismissed as rabble-rousers and agitators. But we shall overcome. I'll tell you why. We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We shall overcome because Carlisle is right. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome because William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth crushed to earth will rise again. We shall overcome because James Russell Lowell is right. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. We shall overcome because the Bible is right. You shall reap what you sow. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. And with this faith, we will go out and adjourn the councils of despair. Bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. We will be able to rise from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope. And this will be a great America. We will be the participants in making it so. And so as I leave you this evening, I say, walk together, children. Don't you get weary. Have a great Stop what you're doing and turn your radios up. You're in the mix with one of the best in the business. More music. Now, DJ Nelson the Maestro. I never let the mic magnet 
hypnotized and on, but it's biting me, biting me, biting me around. I can't hold back. Too hard for my royalty Put lead in your ass and drink a cup of tea Peace to Red Alert and King Capri It's the Morning Coffee Radio Show For y'all through the motivated Jazzy G Featuring Cheryl Star and DJ Nelson The Mike Rose Nelson, Nelson, Nelson Hey, you doing your thing, brother Thank you, thank you, brother Yo, doing your thing Hey, so motivated Tell me this is not the matchup king right here. <laughs> hey, the matchups is on point. On point. See? Look, no see. one does it like Nelson. No one does it like see? y'all. No one. I know they, they be somewhere <laughs> copying him. They saying, listen to see what he's doing. No, Yo, now you know that's going on. It's all good. Nelson modest, y'all. He modest, y'all. <laughs> so he's the king, y'all. He makes it happen. Nowhere else do you get this type of mixing on any station out there morning coffee radio show we bring it to you where we got the maestro y'all that's what it's all about you the man now funky fresh (laughs) yes indeed the mashup king king yes all all day all day especially on this work it out wednesday (laughs) (laughs) yo star yes let's get into your thoughts of wisdom Cause I feel a good thoughts of wisdom coming on and everything. You know what I'm saying? Midday type of thing. We we in Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? We coming up to the Super Bowl and all that stuff. And you know, we just had the Grammys and Grammys was the Grammys. Y'all, y'all know we ain't really talk about the Grammys. Grammys just for the grannies. Congratulations <laughs> to those who have won, and I'm proud of y'all. So you know what I'm saying? This is a- if you want us, <laughs> if you want us to do a Grammys review, we, we can do that. If you want to do that tomorrow, star, we can. Do Grammys that. got the grannies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, so motivated, you can hit us up. Let us. No, it was know. okay. It was okay. Yeah, we. But if you want to give, you want us to give a little Grammys review because we didn't do that. We didn't do that Monday. We didn't do that Tuesday. I know we didn't do that because again, we didn't expect much out of it, and it did disappoint because we didn't expect that. <laughs> I didn't give a Grammys review because I was too busy doing my own singing. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the Grammys, you need to keep biting BET. Just bite BET Awards. That's how you make a better Grammys. 
Fight BET. They are the they are the blueprint of dope award shows. They know how to do it, and that way. The more you bite them, the more they'll get even better because they go, oh, they bite us, so we got to get even better. Each time, we got to keep them on their toes. That's how you make award shows dope. Okay? All right. So we just make it like that. All right? But <laughs> and hit us up. Let us know. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. C-H-A-T Alright So Star Let's get into your thoughts And wisdom Alright So yes. Soul Motor Vans I want you to get your paper And your pen Because Cheryl Star's about to go in With today's Thoughts Of wisdom It's time for your thoughts of wisdom With Cheryl Star Thank you Jazzy G Soul Motor Vans Today's thoughts of wisdom I'm going to propose a question If you could count Your moments in history What will be The moments that stand out the most and that's for us so motivators to take a look down memory lane and our history and our legacy and think about what was some of the greatest moments in history that did we receive any awards were you the first to make the team anything that we could remember our memorable moments are, are part of our legacy and so when we talk about history history good or bad is where we at today to make us succeed and do better because we can re rewrite we could recreate and create more memories of history or change things in history, right? Because some of the things we would like to change. So we don't have to stick with what history told us. We can change things for the better. So I'm gonna ask you this question, so motivators, and I want y'all to send us an email or info at morningcoffee.com because I want people to answer this question. If you can count your moments in history, what will be the moments that stand out to m the most to you? Y'all marinate on that. Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star. With homework. <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> and it's info at morningcoffee.chat. C-H-A-T. All right, so motivated. Birthday mode, so motivated. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's all good though. It's all good stuff. But uh, yeah, um, what's your? In other words, let's put it like this: um, How do you celebrate those small wins? Okay, how do you celebrate your small wins? Because you you should always celebrate your small wins. The reason why I say this is because in order for you to have that cup, that runneth over cup. To pour into someone else's cup Because again Time and time again We try to pour into other people's cup And we ain't got nothing left <laughs> So <laughs> it, it makes no sense Right So to run it over Meaning that you're replenished So to replenish yourself You celebrate those small wins And that's how you replenish yourself Doesn't mean you go overboard with anything You know what I'm saying You play hard You know what I'm saying You work hard, you play hard You know what I'm saying I, I talked about that in my Facts of Life book about my grandparents They work hard, they play hard Right Nothing wrong with that There's nothing wrong with that at all Now, what's wrong is that you're just playing all the damn time <laughs> that's, now that's a problem I'm not talking about that it, it, What else is a problem is that you work hard And you just work hard And you don't have any time for play You don't celebrate the small wins Right, right, right You have an outcome to all those things it, uh, 
David John, in his book, The Power of Broke, he tells a story about where he worked as a as a bike messenger. Um, and when he worked as a, uh, I think there was a bike messenger, foot messenger. I think he was a foot messenger. I don't even think he was a bike messenger. He was a foot messenger because he tells a story about when um, they used to get a stipend for tokens. So they used to get him a certain amount of tokens each week. And and one of his co-workers, Spanish guy, you know what I'm saying, Puerto Rican guy, he would trade in his tokens and he would he would walk everywhere. He didn't he didn't take the train. He would walk everywhere and he took he took the the the, the whatever packages he needed to take was always he knew there was walking distance to it. So he wouldn't take the subway and then he and David John said he had the same lunch every day. He had the you know remember the papaya, the hot dogs and papaya? Yeah, papaya. yeah. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And the, and the hot, yeah, it was like 50 cent papaya, hot right. dogs, right. that, yeah. So he would, he would, that was his lunch every day because he was saving up. Now the goal that he was saving up was that he, he was purchasing a house back in Puerto Rico where he was from. That's where he was going to retire to and everything. And that's exactly what he did. And he retired with a nice retirement, a nice, you know saying, he had a nice, pension and everything like that bought a nice home in puerto rico and everything like that that's where he retired to but he had this this goal it, it was like he did whatever he did to to work hard so he can play hard you know what i'm saying right he had an end goal to what he was doing and i think that's what you have to have you have to have an end goal to what you're doing no matter what it is you know what i'm saying so what is your end goal so it, it's all good so i when I, think I, the, when I think about uh because we were talking about like all the ce- celebrations in your history you know they don't always have to be wins they could be lessons you know what i mean right so when i talk about all the uh, all the history moments in my life like I remember I think I was like in the eighth grade. I was like twelve or thirteen or something like that. Um when I when I got the uh Valedictorian, when I won the no, I was the Saluda Victorian. But uh, I I was a, always passionate about the grit my grade. So I would kinda always like get on the honor roll and get these honors and blah blah blah. But when I when my name was called Cause you know, at the end of the, before the school year is up, when the graduation ceremony comes, they have candidates and I didn't even expect to win it. So when I won it, that, that was like a big celebration. My father gave me a party, uh, behind that. That was a big deal because yeah. it was something that I worked for and I celebrated. But then I remember when I got my first bike and, <laughs> and my grandfather was telling me how that bike was the fastest bike. <laughs> And you know you go downstairs and you want to ride your the fastest bike because you believe what what your what your adults tell you at the time. So being a competitive young girl, I challenged everybody to race me. I was like, I got the fastest bike from the store, <laughs> and I lost the race. <laughs> and I came back upstairs ready to give like yell at my grandfather like you lied. That wasn't the fastest bike. He said you just didn't ride fast. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, but it's just moments yourself. in history. <laughs> it's just moments in history. You know, when I was in vocal music and the guy said, yelled out out of out of the audience, you sound like Teddy Prendergast. Teddy Prendergast I yeah. talk about those things because those moments were moments in my history that will be a part of my legacy throughout my life. And those stories will be told even after I'm gone. You get what I'm saying? Because right. those are moments in our history. 
Right. You know, yeah. so it doesn't always have to be a winning thing. It could be some, you know, some some funny moments, some, you know, so I want people to think about those things because those are the things that, you know, contribute to our legacy. Right. Yeah. And, and what you what you hand down. And again, it's the lessons that is handed down. You know, what I'm saying even in the lessons that, you know, we learn for ourselves or someone learned those lessons, you know, from us. You know, that's the that's the thing about a legacy and what makes it what makes it a legacy and that just a memory. And I would I would rather leave this earth with a legacy than a memory. Uh well for me, let's, let me let me put it like this for me, Star. I'd rather leave a legacy mm-hmm. than leave a memory. But the reason why I say that is because um memories can fade. All right. But when you leave a legacy, meaning that there are structures that's been put in place for those who uh, offsprings or those who come behind you, those are the lessons that are learned. And that, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily have to be in quote unquote history books, but you're, you're saying that, that legacy has become part of, say, a family history or a family, uh, uh, pathology or something that's handed down where that it benefits the family. You get what I'm saying? Where we learn from those, not only from the triumph, but the mistakes, like you were saying. It doesn't always have to be quote unquote a win, it could be a lesson. And that's where that I, I would rather be that legacy of a lesson than a memory of a lesson because again memories do fade you know what I'm saying so a hundred years from now uh, are, are we learning from that or a hundred years from now we don't even know of that you know what I'm saying so that's the difference between the legacy and just the memory so I, I agree with you wholeheartedly is about it. but but again the, the small wins you know what I'm saying? The small wins make the difference and the big wins. You know what I'm saying? Because then you you know how to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was watching a video of Marco Russell where he was talking about some people business people they have a hundred thousand dollar month and then the next month would be like a twenty thousand dollar month, but you're still living like you had a hundred thousand dollars. You're basing everything on that hundred thousand dollar month instead of really paying attention and understanding like that the twenty thousand dollar month is not a loss to the hundred thousand dollar month. It's just as how things shift, you know, and you live in according to or you making plans according to. Okay, what did I do to make this hundred thousand dollar month here? Okay, how can I re- how can I rinse and repeat that? You know what I'm saying? So it's just a matter of learning and and, and you know what I'm saying learning and building on. So I, I, I'm with that wholeheartedly. I'm 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 about learning and, and growing. But again, you again like like I said about my grandparents, they worked hard and played hard. I think you should work hard and play hard. You know? Like people that work, 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 work. And they work themselves to death, as we say. And we know people that I've worked with people that literally work themselves to death. They literally work right. to death. They worked into they worked themselves into an early grave and they had really not, what did they really show for it? You know, you know you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they left no legacy or anything. They just work. And like, that's the memory that you was a hard worker, that you just got up every day and did the same thing every day. Like that's it. Like, come on, it has to be more to life than that. You know, and that's I mean? why we have to create that. We have to want that because a lot of people, 
sometimes are are what you call settled in in whatever they they existence. They they have no uh, like you said, some people just work for a living, and that's all they do. Oh, oh, get up and I'll go to work. But they have nothing in life that they were responsible for, created or celebrated. You know what I mean? Right, right. And that's what I'm talking about. That's to me. That's so to me is so disappointing, disheartening. Like that you never like put like. All the gifts, talents, and ability that was given to you, you really didn't. You really just buried them, like really, like seriously. Like you really didn't take your gifts, talents, and ability and and expound on them and like uh, manifest them, shit with the world. Right? How dare you? <laughs> you know what I mean? How dare you? How dare you keep it to yourself like that? How dare you? How, how dare you take God's gifts? You know, and, and keep it to yourself like that. How dare you? I think that's that. When you talk about arrogance, that's arrogance. You know what I'm saying? When people say they humble, I think they, I think they arrogant. I don't think mm-hmm. I, people that that hide their talents, and I, I don't think they humble. I think they arrogant. Mm. I think it's the right. very opposite. Yeah, I think they arrogant. I think that's mm-hmm. arrogance. When you take God's gifts and you don't and you don't manifest it and share it with the world, I think I think that's arrogance. Right. I don't I don't I don't look at that as as being humble. Not at all. Not at all. That's arrogance. Because you were given those talents for a reason. We have gifts, talents, and, and abilities for a reason. Everything there's a reason for. And and I don't under and I'm not saying if you have a singing talent, you have to be on the charts like Taylor Swift. I'm not saying that. Not at all. That you know what I'm saying? I'm saying say if you're say if you're a singer, you have this beautiful singing talent that God's given you. That's that comes from God. You gotta understand that, right? And if you right. believe that, if you believe it comes from God, all right. So why not just sharing it, manifesting sharing it with the world? Even if you did karaoke night one one night a week or something at the local whatever. Or say you took that same talent and you went to a, a elderly facility and you, you know what I'm saying? You right. can play the guitar, you can sing. Right. And you, go and you sing these songs for the elderly and those songs from their era and you sing those songs that, that they remember when they were like in their teenage years. You know what I'm saying? And you sing those songs to them and they and they really enjoy themselves and, and, and they expect you to come every week and that right there, that is sharing your talents. That is sharing the gift that God gave you. That right there is sharing it. I'm not saying you have to be at the subway and, and with a hat and the, People put money in it. You don't have to do that either. You right. know what I'm saying? Even right. if you do. But I, I myself, when I see people like that, like the, I was, last I was in the subway, it was one of the young violinists and they had the electric violin and everything like that. It was, it was hooked up to the, to the, to the amplifier and everything. You know how the violins, they look all fancy nowadays and everything. So, right. and yeah. And, and, and he was just doing this thing. He was playing like these, these latest songs that we all know, you know what I'm saying? Like these chart songs, and he was right. playing violin, and it had like you know, instrumental and everything. I was like, that is so cool, you know what I'm saying? I gave a few bucks, and I was like, that is so cool. That is you, and I know it maybe working his way through school. I don't, I don't know his situation. It wasn't that, but to me, I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it because here is someone, young person sharing their talents that, that God has given them. You know what I'm saying? So their gift, they pass it on. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. it, it don't have to be, it doesn't have to be, and it don't have to be the arts because we always look at the arts as as these gifts. You know, like you can sing, you can draw, you can, right. you, can you can dance. You can a guy that she dances, you see her videos, and she dances, she lifts her, her her gift and abilities. She does this is what she does. I'm not saying you know you have to do it like my daughter. Right. It doesn't have exactly, to out. but right. But say if the same thing. Say if you did, you know, taught little kids or something like that dance or something or even you're you're a writer and you got this writing talent and and you publish you know what I'm saying you write that book write that book we all got a story in us you know what I'm saying star write that book which you know what I'm saying do that you know what I'm saying? Whatever that talent is, whatever that gift is, we have so many talents and gifts that we don't even realize it. That that it things that come so easy to us, we overlook the things that come easy to us. Like it's not supposed to be or something. The things that come easy to you and hard to others, that is your gift right there. Right. That's the gift. That's the gift. That's why I remember my you, father. Hard to others, that's the gift. Right. When my when my dad, um, you know, he was selling my book, you know, because I did all the poetry books and he used to donate to the Catholic charities and it was a it was a, a guy in charge of the program and um he asked said, Could your daughter come down? And um, you know, sign some books, and and because he was inspiring people to write, and right. so my, it, you know, it turned out it was supposed to just be a book signing. So my father said, "Babe, would you be able to kind of read some of the poems to some of them, and and do like a quick Q and A?" And so I was like, oh, "Okay, no problem," because I love, you know, like I said, these things come easy for for people who do it. Right. So I was like, "No problem." So I was reading some of the poems in my book, and it was an older guy there who hadn't spoken uh to his daughter he had a, a strained relationship with his daughter he wanted to write her a letter but he was he was like a poet because he was writing and he didn't you know because people think everything is hard they don't give themselves credit for things that that they're good at because um they don't look at it like so he was like oh i've been writing this you know could you read it for me and right. I, when i read it i was like oh this is great this is poetry Right, and he's like, "How? How is this poetry?" I said, "Poetry can be ex- its expression. It don't matter. You don't have to write it in a rhyme form. Right. It's just you expressing yourself, That's your easy. thoughts, right. mm-hmm. and putting them together that you know creates a harmony." Right. So then, the guy with the Catholic charities, he had asked me, "Could I come once a week?" To teach them poetry And right. I did it with pleasure And I made time for it right. You know Exactly That's what I'm saying Star. Something simple is that Yeah something, something simple, simple You know Spend an hour It's easy <laughs> for you Right It's easy right. for you It's just It's just the same thing Me speaking Me I, I, It comes easy to understand. I remember right. Every song I said Man when you get up there And you talk I, I just can't do that How you just Get up there And just Talk like that. You just, you know, right. And she was like, and she was like, you know, for years I thought you was talking, and I and I figured out you was actually practicing your speeches. <laughs> she was like, she said like, one day she, cause she kind of like listened, like she really listened. You know what I'm saying? Because in the beginning, she took for granted I was just talking to myself, like I got a lot on my mind. I just talked to myself in the shower. <laughs> 
Yeah, then she figured out. Oh, he practices his speeches because I, I I take long showers and everything like that. So that's what it is. He's practicing his speeches. And she said, you know, it took me a while to figure that out about you. I just thought you took a long time to tell me talking to yourself, you know. And then I, I really listened one day, and I'm like, yeah, you. Oh, that was your speech. And what happened is, it <laughs> was right. It was the speech that I gave. You know what I'm saying? Like she came to one of the right, right the, the speech of the speech that I gave, and she said, "That's what he was saying in the shower." Okay, that's what he does. He practices speeches. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's just because what I'm good at, what I what comes natural for me, it, it's, it's just it, it may come hard to others. You know what I'm saying? Look at right. speaking in front of people was hard for her. To me, it came easy because it's my gift. That's why. So I can do that. I don't have that. Phobia to get up, the, you know, what I'm saying to speak. If I not, right. not never nervous, now, don't get me wrong. So motivated when I'm giving a speech, I I'm I'm a little nervous. Yes, of course. I just I just channel my nerves to work for me instead of working against me. But you know I'm saying, but at the same time, I know it comes natural for me. I know those things make me happy. I know from the time I was 11 years old, gave my first speech. You know, what I'm saying so. I was like, wow. Right. I, I, I enjoyed it, you know. What I'm saying so. It, it from from then on, it was it was a, it was that game. It was it was a, it was a go. But learning how to and, and the talent part of it was learning the skill set. So once I learned the skill set to get better and better each time, and I, I would do it. You know, what I'm saying so. Sometimes it just is 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 as much as hosting the shows. You know, what I'm saying hosting the shows right. at at the at the at the rooftop or. Or Broadway International, or Harlem World, or or or, or um, Latin Quarters, some of those close clubs, wherever it was. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I could go on and name clubs for days, but it, it just for me, it was what I do. And right, I, it's what I do because it's my gift. You know what I'm saying? I can do that. Some they call that the gift of gab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the that's the name for it, the gift of gab. Okay, I have the gift of gab. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where it came from. I just know I, I have it. And then I had to develop it and make it, you know, take the skill set of my talents and make it more skillful because there's going to be competition, of course. Right. So, for what you do Same with you as a comedian Like I said Your whole family is funny All y'all is funny So any one of you Could have been a stand-up comedian You know what I'm saying Like Rev can be a stand-up comedian Tomorrow if he wants to You get what I'm saying Because right. there's actually, And as you know As I have you on the floor Die laughing After dealing with him an hour He'll have you on the floor Because it just comes so natural That's what's actually The funniest of us all <laughs> Exactly and, 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 we, we used to I, laugh I didn't want to say that But as the Bismarck so of the family. He is he, he was the Bismarck of the family. <laughs> right, he is. He, he will have you in stitches. Yeah, you know? he is funny. Mm-hmm. That, right, but it's natural for y'all. It's just a right. gift. It's a natural gift that comes from y'all. So it's 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 just how you even if it even if it's part of your kept it going as a coping mechanism or anything, it doesn't matter. It was a gift that you know that it is and, and you're using it now to to do what you're doing, part of your poetry, part of your acting, part you putting it all together. So right. That's what, right. So exactly. So I say to you, soul motivators, you know what I'm saying? Express your gifts, talents, and abilities. Okay, and, and, and as I say in my first book, "The Facts of Life," I said, "If you want to know what they are, it's simple as this: 
is, is just as simple as this. And this is what you do. First and foremost, you ask yourself these three questions. First question you ask yourself is, what do I like to do? Just that simple. What do I like to do? Not what I love, not what I desire. Not, don't even go that, don't even go there. Because you're gonna get you're gonna get your feelings involved. And it's not about feelings. It's not about emotions. It's about the logic of it. Okay? So it's it has to be natural. So right. what do I like to do? Just that simple. What do I like to do? Okay? Do you know like one thing that I that I, I think what I like, even though I do comedy and stuff like that. What I expressed with the union, how we were able to win a lot of campaigns is because, you know, how I remember I told you me and my sister love matchmaking. We, yeah. we, we used to bring people together who we, you know, we, we study people. And, you know, I used to be like always hooking somebody up that, you know, some of them are married or whatever. Some of them have relationships. But when I brought my skills to the union on that, I put teams together because they were trying to assemble like what is the perfect team to to get certain things done and that's why they call you know we you know basketball I not you know that's my analogy on a lot of stuff because it takes a team so I bring my basketball skills I bring the the love of music and I brought all of that into the union and they was like oh my god like you do this you do that like strike line we had songs that we, you know, that we were singing out there that we changed into, you right. know, popular songs. Like even when single ladies was out, we had a campaign. I, I came up with a with a, a melody for single ladies on the strike line, but it was about strike language, you know. Right. So yeah. when they told us to put a team together, they were looking at the uh the dream team. They was like, Oh, you know, we need a dream team, and that's what they called our team. So right. being a part of that team, I assembled teams based on who had the gifts and skills. Like People, persons, like I, I noticed, you know, out of people in the union, who who are people, people, and what I mean by people, people is a person who could go in the room and light up the room, not just by comedy, but by their personality, by their conversation, because it's good conversations that has nothing to do with comedy. But you right. you ever meet people that you just love talking to them right. because you either going to learn something for them or they giving you a jewel, they giving you, you know. So I put people like that in the room. And then I put people who are popular in the right. room because the popular people were good to throw events. Okay, like if you want to run a campaign, you get a popular person to throw. Like if you want to have a meeting, we want to discuss a, 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 a national campaign. Boom. Get blah, blah, blah to do it because right. she does things in her church. She does things in her community. She right. knows how to put functions together where it's going to bring a lot of people in the room. Right. And then you get the person that dropped those good jewels because, you know, when people start talking about, have you ever had a conversation with this person? Do yourself a favor. Talk to this person. Right. You'll, you'll learn a lot. You know, we get we get that. Right. And so when we started assembling teams, and people, I brought girls, women together that didn't like each other, but I knew that they would win together because right. they all had different skill sets, and they that made them start speaking. We had right. we had a big, you know, big heart campaign, and it took us to almost two years, and people were getting restless. So I created the network of winning, and that had that had to do with everybody's skills. So what I did was, if you were skilled. With social media, I got you for all the, you know, the flyers. Because people, like you said, those small victories, they have to feel good about their assignments and they have to complete them and they have to be, 
you know, win it. So when we got it done, they was like, how did you know to bring bring these people together? And I said, I, like a basketball team, you got to have the guard, you got to have the center. So I assemble everything and use my analogy on all of that. Yeah. And because, you know, I love relationships. I love bringing people together, whether it's social friends or blah, blah, blah. You know, right. so that's why I said I brought all of those skills and was able to, you know, bring that together because those are the things that that I'm that I'm good at. And we got to know what we're good at. And, and we enjoyed it. Like you said, they come easy to us, but we got to be able to teach it. Like it's not just for us to have what we're good at is right. also how do you spread it? How do you teach it? How do you show it? Because like you said, it's not just for us to keep it and bury it with us. It's the passive. Right. Passing on, and I, let's again. So let, let me go through the three. All right. So number one, as I said, it is what do you like to do? Number right. two. Number two is what would you do for free? What would right. you do? For free? You ask, ask yourself the question: What would I do for free? That's right. something that you're already doing for free. Right. All right? That's the key to it, soul motivated. You're right. probably already doing it for free. Exactly. Right. Talking, if you do right. So the third thing is, again, as we said it, is, is the same as I said before. What comes what comes easy to me, but hard to others. Right. Okay. So if you put those three questions together, and you gotta and you got to answer them honestly. Okay? Right. Gotta answer them honestly. What do I like to do? What would I do for free? What comes easy to me but hard to others? Right. That right there is what you're supposed to be doing in life. So motivated. When you answer those three questions, they are being harmony with one another. Trust me. Right. They're harmony with one another, and that's where you belong. That's exactly where you belong. All right. And that's where your gifts, talents, and abilities lie. It's going to always Your gifts, times, abilities are always going to align With those three questions I guarantee you it never fails I'm telling you if it never Stayed you wrong Your, your right. gifts, times, abilities will align With those three questions Write it down, write it down soul motivators. What do I like to do What would I do for free What comes easy to me But hard to <laughs> others Right, absolutely okay? That would align, and I guarantee you, it align with, with your gift, times, abilities. That's the direction you go into. And let me tell you something else. Don't think about the how. Oh, how I'm gonna do such and such. How I'm gonna, when you get into the how, how is nothing but other people's opinion. All right? Understand that. How comes from other people's opinion. You don't worry about the how. The how. You worry about the why. The why. Why are you doing it? And right. it's five seconds. By fact, right. right. So you want to know how you identify it. This is how you identify it: the who, what, where, when, and how, where, and why. Let me say it again: who, what, where, when, and why. Okay. So that's all five W's right there. Okay. That's 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 the foundation of it. Okay, and I said you answer those three questions. I guarantee you, even if you're doing something totally different today, I guarantee you, if you go into that direction, you'll change your life and you'll change and you'll change the way you feel about life. I guarantee you. And if you go that route, three sixty-five, I guarantee you, uh, on, on day three sixty-five. 
you'll be happier than you were from day one. I guarantee you. I'm happy. Guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee. Yes, we gotta we gotta do those things for right. sure. It's not, I'm not saying it's gonna be it's gonna be easy. It won't be hard. Oh, you said if I do it, I'll be no. What I'm saying is, of course, everything is not easy. Nothing is easy. What's, what's easy? I don't, I don't know what's easy. Again, uh, it's, it's it's natural. Uh, it's easier for me to step on stage and, and give a speech than my wife did. That's Tracy all. Mullins is easy, guys. Doesn't mean that it's easy for. That doesn't mean that it's. It's Give her a drink world to do tonight. Easy for me. Right? You get what I'm saying? It's easy for me. <laughs> Sometimes I can wing things. Sometimes I'm in class with 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 less with less brown. Right. Sometimes I be thinking about, should I wing this speech? You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't prepare my speech the way I should have. Should I wing this? But he knows when, when you're winging it, and he knows when you put effort yeah, in. Yeah, an expert can tell. Oh. They'll even tell you. You, oh. you just make, oh. you just wing that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't say it like that. He doesn't. Right, but you know what I mean. Les, Les is the best, man. I'm telling you, Les Brown is the best. And this is what he does. This is what he does. So when you when you say your speech to him, he said, "Are you are you in for for?" Uh, for for a lesson right now, or oh, how do you put it? He says, uh, "Are you are you in for uh, a lesson?" Like he's asking you, so because he never criticizes. So what he does is then he gives you because he writes everything you say. You know, stuff. He he's really he's attentive. What you say, he writes this down. He asks you questions at the beginning, and then he gives you your speech back to you. The way right. you say, and man, the way less does it, man. The, it, it bugs you out. You be like, "Yo, this—that's me." <laughs> you really? I'm like, gonna take no. his class one day. But it's so, it's so. He be so on point. He be so like, it's like, yo, and you be things you skip because you know some people tell their story and it and it comes from a, a hurt place and a painful place and they go, yeah, you know, I used to do drugs and I did this and I blah. They go into all type of detail and sometimes let's go. Yeah, people don't really need to know all those details. <laughs> right, right. And he'll say it back to you, and and, and certain things he 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 would not. He won't go as deep into that, but you got exactly what he's saying. You got exactly you felt that person's pain without the details. It's like wow, right? Because you know, you know, we, have, we used to do these classes on how to tell your story and how to tell your pain through a motivational way. Right, like you said, exactly. sometimes you don't want to drain them, but it's a way that you could tell your story exactly. and motivate others. He says, if you if, if, once you take them there to that sunken place, it's hard to bring them out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm so you gotta you gotta you gotta show them. Okay, you've been through something, right? And how did you, how you overcame this something? Right, this, overcame right. something. Yeah, it's it's so it's so brilliant. It's like when I'm in. When I'm in his classes, it's like it's a matter of fact tonight. <laughs> so motivated. It's, it's Wednesday, yeah. Classes with Look it out. I, guess, I guess that's why I'm excited. So motivated because you know tonight is class <laughs> with Les Brown. So and, and again, and, I, and like I announced a few a couple of weeks back, I am gonna be going on tour with Les and everything like that. So I'm just saying I'm gonna be back on stage. So motivated. Yes, yes. With my yes, mentor, that's brown as, as, as once before and everything like that. So it's gonna be all good. 
And I, I, I'm so I feel so good to be back with Les Brown and everything like that, and, and and taking it there and being back on stage where I belong. This is what I do. I love doing it. It doesn't stop me from radio or anything like that, or podcasting. And you can always be able to check us out here. You know, what I'm saying or listen back on Spotify and, and Apple TV, uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcasting, or or wherever else you can find a speaker, you know, Block Talk Radio, whatever. You know, what I'm saying you you play this back, especially Spotify, because we want you to to hit us up on Spotify. Is because we have the interacting with Spotify. You can always. Uh, Deal with us in real time. So when you're when you actually listening to us on Spotify and you actually uh, um, interact with us, you can actually and we'll respond back to you. So it'd be something we said just now that you're listening on on Spotify back, and we actually see it, and we can okay, this is what I meant here when I said this. So Cheryl will say, hey, it's that. Sometimes y'all y'all get on us a little bit. So and we take it, <laughs> we take That's that. What too. it's about. Yeah, we take that it's about keep it coming, keep it coming, interact. With. Yeah, we want to get better, and that's what it's about getting better and improving and everything. I know I, I brag about Nelson, I brag about his mixes, Black Party mix, because Nelson's not going to brag about himself. So, so I do it for him. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's all good. You know, and sometimes y'all be like, yo, I dug that mix. How can I get his mix? Where can I get it? And things right. like Oh, and by the way, because some of you did ask, where can you get uh, DJ Nelson's mixes besides on uh, Power Me Up or, or iHeartRadio or so far on Spotify? You can get his mixes, just the mixes, and like the show on MixCloud.com. Okay, I'm going to say that again. MixCloud.com is DJ Nelson the Maestro Block Party Mixes. So you can look for it that way. You type in DJ Nelson the Maestro and uh, or Block Party Mixes. It should be DJ Nelson the Maestro, and then you'll see the Block Party Mixes, and you can get Block Party Mixes from last year, this year, whatever. And, and they're they're all on MixCloud.com. All right, Soul Motivators, and that's where you, you can find them. And then you can, because some people said they wanted to actually get your mixes, Nelson, uh, far as uh, for parties. For something like they had a little party or something like that, or even for one of the, they, uh, I think, uh, yoga class or hot yoga. That's what you call it, hot yoga, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they wanted to play Nelson's mixes. So it's all good. So yeah, go to mixcloud.com and that's where you can get DJ Nelson's mix. And, and you type in DJ Nelson the Maestro and uh, you get his block party mixes from there. All right. So I just want to hand that down to y'all so y'all know and everything because that was a question. Mashup King. Oh, that's right. You get the Mashup King. It's <laughs> so motivated. But speaking of the Mashup King, He's uh he's giving us a wrap up sign, <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> so we're gonna uh say our affirmation, uh, protection prayer. Take our deep breaths first, and then go and you know do what we gotta do on this working out Wednesday, Sports Wednesday, and uh you know let us know who you think is gonna win the Super Bowl between the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so let us know who's your favorite. Let us know who's your favorite quarterback. Do you feel that the fix is in? Do you feel that, you know, is case of Ross That's how it is. Only the strongest survive. That's, you know, talk to us. We, we want to know, all right? Just hit us up at morningcoffee.chat. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it wrong again, didn't I, Star? 
Info. <laughs> info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Once again, info at morningcoffee.chat. All right. Let's hit us up. All right. And just talk, talk, talk to us. Just talk to us. It's all good. All right. And uh, oh, sidebar before before we do anything. Sidebar. If you have not seen Equalizer 3 with Denzel Washington, oh my God. <laughs> have you yeah, seen that song? Yeah, I saw that Yeah, I took my mother to see it when it oh came out. Oh my God. Yeah, I forgot to talk about it, man. There's a watching it because you know I'm 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 an Equalizer fan. I love her. I even love the Latifah series. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a big Equalizer fan. So if you haven't seen it, please rent it or whatever you do. Download whatever, whatever it is, right? Because is it on? Is it is on? Um, it's on like one of them shows for free now, right? Netflix or something now. Or something. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it when it came out. We I took my mother to see that for her birthday. Right. Exactly. So. Same here. So, I, uh, yeah, it should be on Netflix or Mac. Yeah, all the equalizers yeah, were definitely good. They all were good. Yeah, so it, it, it's all good. But I, I just had to mention, because I never mentioned, I was like, why did I mention equalizer? Because <laughs> I was watching it for the, for the, I watched it again. I was just watching it again over the weekend because it was, it's my movie. <laughs> it's all good. So, all three of them, like, it's good. All right, so let's take our deep breaths. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloved. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Workout Wednesday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation, protection, prayer, beloveds. You take that no matter where you go today. There be work, school, or play here on this Workout Out Wednesday on the new Hyping it up. <laughs> Hyping it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Morning Coffee Radio Show featuring y'all should the motivated Jazzy G, Cheryl Star, and DJ Nelson the Maestro. All right. Hey, uh, hey Star. Yep, yep. Uh, what you got going on this Working Out Wednesday? I'm getting ready to work out a fix. So I could, I'm going to do some <laughs> some betting on both teams to see if I, because I'm getting a little afraid now since you set the fixes in. I got to I gotta bet others on the opposite team. This way, if I lose, I'm winning. Hey, listen, I still go, hey, San Francisco is my bet. That's how it is. I'm not betting, but San Francisco team, I want to win. That's how I'm going by. That's that's the team. I feel they're the better team, so I feel the better team should win. And that's, that's who I got my money on, but I might do a fix, right. y'all. So, <laughs> NFC should take it this year. That's all I said. Bring it back home to the NFC. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. All right. Hey, so Motor Vegas beans now see the star. We're gonna take two steps to the make it on out of here, y'all. Alright, but we love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it, y'all. We love you! Hey. Info motivators hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.